Welcome to Books on Air, the podcast that tells the story behind the book. It includes insights from authors about how they compose their work, what inspires them, and what they hope you'll take away from their book. Here's your host for this episode of Books on Air, Lorna Gladstone. Welcome again to Books on Air. We are pleased today to have as our guest, Frank Rotha. He is the author of Number Theory and Modern Algebra, as well as Classics in Graph Theory. I'm not going to go into those right yet, because he is also an extraordinary flautist. And uh, this is one of his passions, mathematics on one side and the flute on the other. So I think we're going to start with the flute and then move into the math. If I understand correctly, when you were in your early teens, you started playing the flute. What influence caused that to be the instrument that you picked up? Uh, Well, it was just because I had already the recorder played very much, but I had always a hard time to keep the rhythm. But also because I I could could begin to read the music and do this myself and uh, was also willing to do it and to invest time in it. And then over the years, we got acquainted with Bach's flute music and had a school friend with whom I played much together. And also my father had uh, was a Rotary member and, and I could play Mozart flute quartetto with, with, with there, some, some of the Rotary people. And uh, then over the time, I got better in keeping the rhythm and, and liked it very much and didn't give it up, but uh, improved over the years and uh, begin also to play the piano. So then for- hold, on, hold on a second. Don't go too fast through all the years. Uh, we want to know, for instance, was there a major teacher involved? Did you start with lessons and then rapidly go on to uh, work without a teacher? Or did you have teachers through many years? What was the situation in terms of that learning process? Yeah, I was lucky in the, in the conserva- music conservatory in Karlsruhe, Germany, was a very good uh, flutist, Nicolaus Delius, who was very careful and later got on to, to, a, to, to a university in Freiburg. And then also I had a, had a teacher who was a solist with a, with, a, with, a, with, a, with a radio there in that. And, and I, had the, I was lucky to have very good teachers. That was also. And I was lucky to have a friend, uh, who, a school friend who was playing very good piano and with whom together I so was that person, uh, I think you mentioned that person, Thomas Turner, who was the pianist? Thomas Turner was a piano professor, which I met later on at University of Charlotte, where I have been since uh, 27 years now, before I retired. And uh, Thomas Turner retired quite, uh, quite early, and uh, he was interesting in, in Schubert, uh, mainly the, the withered flowers of Schubert uh, for flute and piano, and also the Poulenc flute sonata we played together with him. And uh, he liked this very much, that kind of music. 
which also stresses the piano, of course, very much. Uh, not only the flute and is even more heavy uh, loaded for the piano, but there I, I got acquainted to to a much higher level of of performing. So that, that when you said uh, you were acquainted with a higher level of performing, how old were you at that point? About yeah, approximately. When did that occur in your life? Yeah, that was twenty years ago. Now it is now now gone already because uh, I don't get younger. But but that occurred rather in the middle of my life. Yeah, yeah. and 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 uh, it it was more uh, very much luck luck of course involved. But uh, Thomas Turner liked the flute also and and Schubert music and. Uh, and then I got got uh, acquainted with with Schubert and with Poulenc's flute music and with other of those uh, of the of the uh, French uh, flute school, mm-hmm. which is much much more involved than Bach, yeah, and more difficult uh, to to put the sound together and make everything sound right there. Do you play every day? I pray, practice every day until I got really my eye problems and could not read the written music at all. But but up up to then, as I had Thomas Turner, I practiced regularly. Yeah, for the ten years I worked together with him, I was really very very eagerly practicing there. That's and the and but you had to make a choice at some point a professional choice between the flute and mathematics. Yes, of course, that was mainly because it was so much easier to 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 get the, the chance of of uh, of a job in in uh, in uh, in uh, mathematics, sorry. And and also because I felt already I'm not so perfectly uh, keeping up the rhythm as it was necessary in the orchestra already. I learned this only rather lately. And um, then, uh, yeah, there are so little flute uh, for somebody who wants to make music together professionally. It would be better to start with violin or cello or clarinet. There's much more demand, yeah. You have, in fact... Put out three CDs with uh, with Thomas. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 And your favorite of those? Yeah, the favorite? second one, Serenade, is my favorite. There, I have some own arrangements. I thought I cannot only play the classic pieces, which Rampal plays better anyway. I made some arrangements of Schubert's fa- fantasy, Schumann's fantasy pieces which are for clarinet or for cello. And I, I knew them because I played the piano part together with, with, with cello, which played my son. And I made an arrangement for flute and piano of that piece. But it was very easy because it's also for clarinet there by Robert Schumann already. It's a well-known piece. And I have this recorded on the CD serenade as well. Maybe that is one of my favorites. Good, good. And that is available if you look up uh, Francis' full name. Uh, and the last name, Rota, is spelled R-O-T, as in Tom, H-E. And uh, the, all three CDs are available on Amazon as well as on CD Universe. 
and I have been listening a bit, and I strongly recommend that you do too. He really is very modest about his abilities. So this is still very much part of your life today and has been for ever since childhood, really, correct? Yes, yes. Yeah. yeah. At the same time or around the same time that you became so interested in the flutes, you also had a growing interest in mathematics. And from what I understand, well, of course, you were learning at school, in high school, you were learning math, but there was also another person involved in your life who worked with you. And who was that? And uh, what was the work that you did together when you were still a teenager? Yeah, I became interested in the geometry very much and geometric constructions as I was about, about 12 and also how to divide a circle, uh, to measure the area of a circle, to divide it in small triangles, and the beginning of calculus. And then I looked at maximum, minimum of, of graph and graph functions. And uh, then my parents invited a, a physics student at that time with whom I spent the Sundays very much. And we did there also very much math besides also going uh, around for some long walks and talking about physics and so on. That was the beginning of my interest in math, really. So it was, uh, it was through the interaction with someone else that you realized how, how fascinating it was for you. Yeah, yes. But, but uh, from this uh, uh, um, uh, Klaus Schubert, I had very much encouragement and it didn't interfere with my school because that was Sunday thing somehow. Right. So what you, where did you do your undergraduate work and where your graduate work in mathematics? And who were uh, the people who really influenced you in both of those? I, I did my undergraduate work still in Karlsruhe and the graduate in ETH Zurich. And there it was mainly the Professor Henrici, uh, with whom I did my thesis and who was interested to encourage me to go for, further to PhD. And then I went to Tübingen and there it was uh, um, Professor Hadler, uh, with whom I worked for many years and uh, and who encouraged me to 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 try a university career yeah yeah and uh, they are worked very much on differential equations during that time mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and so uh when when you were done with your doctorate uh you came to the u s to teach is that how it happened yeah, I came to the university. You know, to, to, to Charlotte, at first to Chapel Hill, on the recommendation of Professor Henrici from ETH Zurich mainly, and also from other teachers from, uh, from ETH Zurich with whom I worked there together. That, that was really uh, the, the lucky point in my life that I could, could have that chance there. You were there in, uh, at Charlotte for uh, 27, 28 years. So it's been a, a good and rich career, has it not? Yes, yes, mm -hmm. ma'am. 
there the the influencing men were were really helping me and i had already enough publications by the encouragement of professor hardler in tubingen and and there in differential equations i worked for a very good while and then in 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 charlotte i got more involved i had to teach more and uh, there i got involved in the geometry course and in the graph theory course that is more about which i have now published after my retirement uh, because i have there the time to put together all my notes from the class and make them more detailed with all the 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 the, the, the figures that's an important part in geometry and i like to to do this uh, also in graph theory the figures with all the care and the proofs and uh, from this work which has grown over the year i have to put together those two books there one on number theory modern algebra and one on graph theory so tell us tell us in layman's terms what is number theory number theory uh, deals with with prime numbers and with with patterns which come up which are hidden and and one discovers in numbers at first by putting dogs in uh, dots in in some uh, orderly manner into triangles or squares and counting them and that was the ancient beginning and the, the prime numbers which can only be divided by itself and one and how they occur in a in a rare but but somehow random but nevertheless somehow systematic way and uh, uh, the the theorems about the prime numbers they they give the rise to to many computational problems and this is also interested for for encoding uh, secret messages and, and when you say secret when you say encoding secret messages the, uh, these are used commonly now in big companies i imagine of they, all they are used commonly yeah. in everyday life for all computer uh, communications and there one needs a public code encryptions and there the prime numbers are the first uh, choice which which uh, is is now very popular also but in my book i go begin and i i talk about all these topics not only abstractly but also with computations which begin with a graphing calculator and then also with programs mathematica and i have worked out many codes more than i could do in in the schools and i talk also about geometric constructions and their relation to 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 modern algebra um, the uh, constructions by ruler and compass they are related very much to the box square roots and to structures in modern algebra and are your books accessible to anyone who has a real interest in math a bright student in high school somebody in uh, who's studying at college are uh, uh, as well as to other mathematicians who would most enjoy and get something out of your books 
the students in computer science, math education and mathematics and applied mathematics, they need a course in, in graph theory all and in geometry and they could they could very much profit the most of the books. But um, the level of the book is not the same all the time. So there are easier parts in both of these books, which are available also for high school uh, students. Yeah, uh, the, the, the graph theory is, is more easily related to practical problems. Um, the order and and the intensity one one does several activities which needs to be coordinated that is a topic of operations research and the algorithms and that is that is uh, uh, explained in in many details in my my graph theory book because i taught already uh, also operations research many years I I had a chance to to put there in a bit more than in some graph theory classes are there, and also this book uh, profits from the experience of teaching many years and putting in all the efforts together. I could not write this in one time, but it's really gathered over the years by putting in all the figures, drawing them with geometry programs and putting in uh, examples and to solve problems and proofs in more details than one can do in classes. So it's a gathered work which has grown over many years, nearly a decade. So it's really for, uh, potentially for anyone who enjoys mathematics. Yes, yes, yeah. yeah. That's terrific. Um, I, I want to uh, repeat the names so that you can find them easily on uh, Amazon. And the first is number theory and modern algebra. And you have to ask, you have to answer the question for the non-mathematician you're speaking to about why it's called modern algebra, but number theory and modern algebra. And then the other work is called classics in graph theory, both available on Amazon. So yes, please tell us why it's called modern algebra. What is non-modern algebra? A college algebra begins with uh, computations and and apply them to to word problems, and modern algebra begins with solving equations, and also with the with the Euclidean algorithm, and with with the, the question how one can do geometric constructions with ruler and compass. And uh, then uh, solving such, it, it deals not only with solving problems, but also with the abstract question, which problems can be solved in the, in the, in the realm of solving uh, higher order equations or doing uh, geometric constructions, depending on the means which one uses there. And, uh, it 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 needs an exact frame framework of notions which which are really coming from the from the numbers uh, natural integer rational uh, real complex numbers and then are generalized in an abstract way from this 
to to attack all this this uh, structural problems. Okay, I got some of that, which was good. You're a good teacher. The, yes, yes. Uh, so uh, again, what I'd like to emphasize here is that there are two opportunities for real enjoyment that France is offering us. One is some wonderful flute music performed with a, a very good pianist uh, with whom Franz worked for many years. There are three CDs, um, Serenade or Serenade um, is the one that he recommends as what he believes to be the best of his work. This is available on Amazon and also at CD Universe. And then there is his other love, which is mathematics. Both works are available again on Amazon and they are called first number theory and modern algebra. And secondly, classics in graph theory. And whether you have a student in your family who loves math or you have uh, friends who are officially and properly professional mathematicians, these works may be of interest to both. Uh, so we encourage you to take a look and have real enjoyment from both. Uh, Franz, it has been a pleasure having you today on Books on Air, and uh, we can understand how 27, 28 years of teaching was exciting for many, many students, and all of us can enjoy easily today your wonderful flute music, um, and we encourage that very much. Again, I've listened for a while, and... He really is someone special. So thank you again. And uh, we'll see you next week or the next time you choose to open up uh, Books on Air. Thank you again. Thank you.